0: Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries, it's John here just putting out a quick episode and this episode is inspired by my old mucker Pete Jones back from my old purple worm days which I had great fun doing and I still sadly miss but anyway on to happier notes Pete recently did an episode on his podcast Dragons Are Real which if you've not checked it out go and check it out it's excellent and he's talking about the Zine Quest 3 that's currently running on kickstarter so i just thought i'd do an episode talking about some of the zine quest 3 kickstarters that i've backed so to kick things off just in case you're not sure what is zine quest well it's been running for a couple of years and it's an annual thing ran by kickstarter and to quote the description their annual zine quest prompt bestows creators with a valiant mission bring your rpg to life with maps adventures monsters comics articles and interviews to participate, launch a two week project for a single color, unbound, folded, stapled, or saddle stitched RPG zine on A5 or smaller paper. So, basically, a flurry of it's proven quite popular. A flurry of these sort of like smaller zines go out. Some are bigger than others, some look more professional, some have a bit more of a rough and ready vibe to them. It's just down to what your individual preference is. But there's some great stuff for various games. Mostly, I tend to sort of look at the old school games, obviously, because that's my sort of area of interest but there's loads of creative stuff being put out there by some great folk and from the previous um, zine quest kickstarters i've backed there's only a couple that i've not received yet one of which has seemingly dropped off the face of the earth but that's sometimes how it goes with kickstarter and the other i'm still receiving regular updates on and it's just been delayed a bit so and the ones i have received have been pretty much excellent all of them So let's get on and talk about some of the ones that I've backed this year thus far So the first one I've backed is called Magic and Shit by levi coombs who did the excellent phylactery and phylactery 2 zines previously i don't have phylactery 2 yet i'm waiting for that to come out and drive through it. i missed it on kickstarter unfortunately but i've got the first issue and that is excellent so this is described as being an all new all different zine dedicated to weird fantasy magic items and artifacts with a heavy metal vibe now much as i'm not really into the the heavy metal vibe when it comes to rpgs levi's work on factory was excellent and it gave me loads of ideas for my own games so i had no hesitation in backing this because after all who doesn't want some more magic items and some themed stuff to put into your game and i've always had a bit of a soft spot for the weird fantasy so i've backed a PDF and a print copy of that which is $15 US but you can also pledge to $10 just to get the PDF the next one I've backed is Into the Wild a supplement for wilderness exploration and domain management for OSR style tabletop games by Todd and this has apparently been written specifically for Necrotic Gnomes Old School Essentials game line but can be used with any osr fantasy game it's a revision and compilation of six supplements produced by third kingdom games woven together into a single book with integrated mechanics designed to be used in the in conjunction with the book filling in the blanks which is all about hex crawling i've got a copy of that and the six books that it combines are hex crawl basics random weather generation domain building npc wealth by level classing up the joint and osr alternative classes and i've backed that at the 20 dollars level which gets me a print and a pdf copy but there is a pdf only pledge level available for just ten dollars the third zine i've backed is planar compass 2. now when this were the first issue of this was released it was called Dreamhaven but the the name got changed and it deals with a sort of strange almost planescapey sort of style setting although Dreamhaven was focused in the home base of Dreamhaven this weird sort of hand-shaped astral island whereas issue number 2 is taking you out of that home base into the wider astral sea and whatever lies beyond it's designed to be used with old school essentials and is obviously 100% compatible with like classic bx now i really enjoyed dream haven but my only little little tiny grab about it was there was loads of intriguing stuff implied about the sort of setting of it but you didn't really get a lot of it so i'm really looking forward to seeing how they expand on that in the second issue now as pete said in his episode pmp can be a little bit of a killer with some of these so for this one i've had to go for just the six dollars pdf only version of it i would have liked to get a print copy but i've backed a lot of zines and then the old um, wallets already starting to sob a little now if you back at ten dollars or more you get a copy of issue one a copy of issue two and a copy of the player's booklet in pdf if you want to get a print copy of issue two it's fourteen dollars us plus and you can have like extra bits and pieces on but i'm really looking forward to seeing this and how they expand the planar compass setting next we have the haunted hamlet by shane walsh which is a zine detailing four unique modular locations for your hex crawl it's made for old school essentials but it's pretty much compatible with most versions of DD. and like i said it details four locations full of gameable content that you can drop into your setting and there's an example hex provided on their kickstarter page which is the hat cults hideout and there's some great artwork on there and as someone who loves hex scrolls, i'm always looking for stuff that i can drop into my games so this sounds great to me i've backed this at the eight dollars canadian level to get the pdf if you want to get a printed copy it's 16 dollars canadian plus or you can pay 13 dollars canadian to get a copy of willow which i already have a copy of one of their previous books haunted hamlet and pdfs of all the stretch goals now i'm a bit of a sucker for anything with a horror flavor especially if it's connected with my favorite system old school essentials so i can't wait to see what this is going to bring and what i can nick out of it to go into my own game now, if you even dreamed that I was going to get through Zine Quest 3 without backing the latest offering from Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, well, then you better wake up and apologise. Tim has produced excellent zines and sends great stuff out on his Patreon. I have his previous scene that he did on Kickstarter, Hunters in Death, and really enjoyed that. And now he's coming out with a new offering, The Many Crypts of a Lady Ingrade. A series of short deadly adventures crypts created out of lady ingrate's hatred of tomb raiding adventurers and we get a little bit of description about lady ingrate caring for her land and the people who tend to it but she always had a darkness about her and as she grew older she became increasingly consumed by paranoia fearful that filthy adventurers would violate her tomb when she died she compulsively built crypts chock full of traps and all manner of other nasties now i loved tim's previous zine hunters in death so i backed this at the ten dollars us to get a print and a pdf copy if you just wanted the pdf copy that's five dollars And inside this zine is a series of standalone adventures focused on the crypt. Some are linked, some are standalone. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this develops. He's got a great team working on it. He's got Jason Schultis, who did Operation Unfathomable, who has created the arts for it. He's got Rob Conley, who is a fellow podcaster who has drawn all the maps for it and does some amazing stuff for the Judges Guild. He also recently successfully funded a Kickstarter for the Majestic Fantasy RPG that coincidentally I've just picked up um, a PDF version of from DriveThru. We've got Joe the Lawyer, another podcaster, who is editing. And also, last but by no means the least, we have Ivy, Tim's better half, who is bringing the food, keeping Tim in line and making sure everything goes smoothly as i said i can't wait to see this really looking forward to a good old-fashioned mini dungeon crawl next up there is the vast in the dark by charles ferguson avery it's an exploration setting for the world's most popular role-playing game D&D and takes place in a crumbling alien wasteland filled with brutalish mega structure ruins. It includes tools for generating massive areas to explore, as well as unique player options and gameplay changes to keep the focus on player choice. And that sounds intriguing to me i love any sort of game that has toolkit stuff that's why i like some of the the kevin crawford stuff so much because it's got these toolkits in that you can use and this immediately grabbed my attention and i'm a bit of a sucker for sort of alien worlds and bringing like mythos stuff into DD and old school essentials so i jumped straight on this i backed it at the five dollars us level which gets you the pdf copy if you wanted a physical copy it's ten dollars us plus whatever the postage and packaging is and next up this is one that i bought after listening to pete's episode on dragons are real this is the bestitchery by michael gotkowski and this is a zine designed to work with mork borg now i'm not the world's biggest fan of mork borg to be perfectly honest fair play if people out there like it great guns to you play it and enjoy it i've got a pdf copy of it but it's not really my vibe however a bestiary where you can take multiple creatures and stitch them together to make strange abominations and chimera that is most definitely firmly up my alley so again i have backed this at the six euro level which gets you the pdf in color a black and white version if you want to print it and a pdf blank creature part template and i believe that that's the only pledge level that's currently available for this scene i know a lot of people who've been putting zines out there just don't want the hassle with the postage and packaging and sending things abroad and stuff like that so i can't really blame people for just putting stuff out as a pdf after all they're, they're fairly sort of small zines most of them especially if you get a black and white copy like with this so i can easily print it out or i can go to lulu or my local print shop or something like that you know covid permitting and get a copy run off there but i'm really looking forward to seeing this again i love toolkits anything that lets me create sort of random monsters and new things to surprise my players with is got to be a good thing and last but by no means least another one i backed after listening to pete this is the power words engine a limitless alternative to your tabletop rpgs spell list by dom Leotti. And this is a custom magic spell generator tool designed to replace the spell list of your favorite tabletop games. And the way this works is you choose a set of up to eight words from the provided list and they combine to describe your spell's effect. The example given on the Kickstarter page is that if you wanted to make a spell that causes a ball of fire to erupt from your hands, you might choose the words Orb and Fire. These are just words, as long as they describe the effect you want, they can be used to create that effect. The spell's harmony is calculated by comparing its word to a set of rules. The more harmonics the word follows, the more powerful the spell can be harmony is then spent on trees and tags which nail down the spells specific mechanics so it sounds like it might be a little bit involved but i think once you've got some like regular spells you know you could sort of have them written down on your character sheet and i'm always intrigued by people who've adapted or provided new options for games so i'm really looking forward to getting my hands on this and seeing whether it's something i think i can roll out in my OSE campaign because we've not actually got any spell cast as a pot like well, not arcane spellcasters, we've got divine spellcasters, but we've got no arcane spellcasters at the minute, so potentially I could slide this in without too much difficulty. I've backed it at the $5 US level, which gets me a PDF copy. If you want a physical copy, it's gonna cost you $10 US plus. And it looks really interesting. The the bits of layout that is shared on the Kickstarter look very graphically striking so i'll be looking forward to getting that my sweaty mitts on that so there we go that's the zines that i currently backed on this zine quest 3 on Kickstarter. I'm trying to rein myself back so I don't spend such a ridiculous amount of money as I did the last two times, but you never know. I might sneak one or two more onto my list before Zine Quest concludes, depending on what I come across. I'll put all the links to the the Kickstarters for the the ones that I'm backing in the description of this show, but as I say, Zine Quest only runs for a short time and this episode's not going out until monday the 8th so i don't know if all of them will still be available if you want to get on them but i'd advise you go and check them out have a quick look you might find something that can add to your game or that will bring an additional intriguing element to it and i think to be honest that's the main allure of zine quest for me so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you've got any comments, suggestions, zines you want to recommend, things you want to say about ZineQuest, or anything else related to the podcast, you can get in touch with us by leaving us a voicemail on SpeakPipe or by dropping us an email at oddrpg at gmail.com. Now, a few people have contacted me and said that they're having problems using the Speakpipe website on their phone. If you are having trouble with that and you're not using the website, then you can always send a voicemail to my old Anchor account. If you just go on to... Your search engine of preference and type in anchor plus red dice diaries, it should come up and you can leave a voicemail there. My old anchor account isn't used for this podcast, obviously. We switched over to Buzzsprout, but I still use it for putting up some audio versions of my OSE actual plays, and I still do receive messages from there. So you can still send them there, and we'll still get them and we'll still be able to include them in the show. So until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and keep gaming.